Hey, and welcome to futurethinkers.org, a podcast about the evolution of technology, society, and consciousness. I'm Mike Gilliland. And I'm Yuvia Ivanova. If you're new to the show and you want to get a list of our favorite books, popular episodes, and to join our community, go to futurethinkers.org slash start. Oh my God, what a day this has been already. Um, so we started to record the podcast episode. I put on pants. We got all ready. <laughs> and all four cameras stopped working. We're like, okay, well, that's awesome. Something to do with the drivers of my computer. I think my computer is committing suicide right now. <laughs> so we're like, all right, let's just do audio only. We recorded the entire episode, felt really good, good energy. And then the audio tracks didn't record for some reason. So I did a test. We're good to go. Here we go. We're going to rip through this. So um, if you guys have been following us for a while, we've been talking about starting a smart village for, I don't know, we've been talking about it for years. We've been thinking about it for at least a decade, maybe longer. Um, we did a whole podcast episode. We've done many, but we did uh, a recent update about the property that we're looking to purchase. Um, that's the episode before this one. I forget the episode number, but it's all at futurethinkers.org village. So we've got tons of content there that you guys can check out if you want to learn more about this project. This episode, we're not going to dive deeply into any specifics about the property. What we're going to do is talk about how we're going to raise funds for this project through... NFTs. Yes. Super excited about this. Yeah, so we've been talking about releasing some sort of a crypto token for a while now, a couple of years, and then, you know, brought it up again recently in the context of the Smart Village fundraising. And uh, a few months ago, we, you know, the NFTs started really picking up uh, and, you know, everybody was doing NFTs. And we're like, why don't we do an NFT? And then we kind of were just too busy putting the deal together for the property. And a couple of weeks ago, we're like, okay, we, we're doing it. Let's do it. And then out of the out of the woodwork, just magically, all these people appeared who have been working in crypto and, uh, you know, in token engineering and working with NFTs. And they're just exactly the right people that we needed at that exact moment. And so we've been collaborating with them, doing daily calls um, with the folks from CommonStack and Longtail Financial. And um, yeah, we've been collaborating on putting this NFT launch together. So for those of you who don't know what NFTs are, they are a type of crypto token that is unique, verifiably unique. So for example, you know, like one Bitcoin is identical to another Bitcoin, there's no difference, or one dollar is identical to another dollar. But NFTs stands for non-fungible tokens, and it's kind of a funny word, but it just means that the token is unique. So, you know, uh, like a, a carrot and an apple, they're, they're uniquely different. Um, and the example that I give in the real world is like, for example, the Mona Lisa. It's, it's unique, it's special, there's only one. A picture of it is not the same as the, the original. Yeah, exactly. And if you're the person who owns the original, um, you know, it's different than owning a copy. So the copies can still be out there, um, but the original is special. And the same thing with NFTs. So it's been used in the context of art quite a lot. A lot of, um, you know, uh, celebrities have been releasing their own NFTs, like limited edition artworks or music or trading cards. Videos. You know. Yeah. Tweets even. Uh, Jack Dorsey released uh, his first tweet as an NFT and sold that. Yeah, so it's yeah. basically like a historical record of something. Charlie like Bit My case. Finger just was auctioned off last week, I think, for something like $600,000 or maybe a little bit more than that. It was kind of crazy. I don't know how much they raised. Yeah. So, and what they're doing is taking it off of YouTube and having its existence exist solely in the uh, the NFT now. So you can embed, you can do all kinds of stuff with NFTs. They're really cool, really flexible. It's not just like owning a token or 
like owning a dollar or owning a, a Mona Lisa, you can embed all types of functionality into them, like, you know, voting rights in an organization. So you can make a DAO that a decentralized autonomous organization organization that decides how to manage funds or manage a village, for example, like there's all types of different ways you can build in functionality. You can make your NFT be an access key. So you can use it almost like a key fob to open a door. Uh, it can be an access key to online communities, um, uh, secret information, private information, all kinds of stuff. And then finally, just like in the video game industry, it can be a unique and verifiable uh, badge to show off that you were part of something or you achieved something or you did some sort of unique thing and you got rewarded for it. You could even reward them uh, as sort of like verification that you finished a course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool NFT functionality that we'll probably experiment with in the future. But for now, we're going to do something simple uh, just to get us started. And so, um, you know, I don't remember if we mentioned it in the previous episode, but when we looked at the drone footage of the smart village property, where we realized that it's been logged quite a lot more than we we thought. Yeah, we looked at the Google satellite images and it looked like dense forest from, you know, maybe, I don't know how old the satellite images were, probably several years. Yeah. But since then, it was pretty logged. Yeah, and so we realized, well, we're going to need to do a lot of regenerative work. We're going to need to, you know, it's 400 acres. We're going to need to plant thousands of trees. Um, so why not bake that into the token? Why not have each NFT sold represent a tree that we will plant on the property? Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll also need to do permaculture. So we'll be planting all sorts of plants. So it could be a tree or it could be another type of plant. And um, because like the, the exact proportions and the numbers of plant we plant will be decided later once we actually do the permaculture design, we decided to do kind of like a random, uh, when you buy an NFT, it's a seed. And you don't know what kind of plant it will be, but then you can plant that seed. You plug your NFT into a specific smart contract, which will then evolve it. And so that seed will become some sort of a plant that will represent an actual plant that we will plant at the village. And the cool thing about this is, is each of these plants or fungi or vines or um, trees will have different functionalities on the village. So uh, hemp is a big awesome example that we've been talking about a lot. I'm really getting into hempcrete building and sort of alternative building materials and techniques. Hemp has shown itself to be one of the most amazing regenerative crops in the world. So versatile, and you can build these amazing houses with it that are actually way better insulated, which means they use way less electricity than traditional building stick-framed insulated buildings um, usually have. So Obviously, this makes sense to do this on the property and do as many, if not uh, most of the buildings in this hempcrete. Um, so we're going to need to plant a lot of hemp on the property and probably get more hemp externally. So it makes sense to have that be one of the, the kind of major crops. So your NFT reflects this in real life. It, um, when we plant it, uh, it'll start to grow slowly over time. It'll become, it'll reveal itself as the hemp plant that it is. And then when it goes to be harvested in, say, six months or something, because I think the growth cycle is really short, it becomes a brick in a house. And that can be represented in the NFT as well. Mm -hmm. And there's actually, uh, you know, we were asked, like, how are you going to do this? Aren't you going to have to hire some expensive developer to make this happen? And actually, amazingly, there's already a platform that uh, has this functionality that would allow us to do it. It's called Async. Um, a Async Art. Yeah, A-S-Y-N-C dot Art. So you guys can check that out if you want. 
Um, so aside from uh, representing a real plant at the village, this token will also be a badge of your participation. Like there will be a limited edition. So it's, it's limited edition art and it's a badge that shows off that you contributed to the village at this early stage. You were one of the first people uh, to help us fund this thing and get it off the ground. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is that what the plants turn into will have varying degrees of, of rarity. So there are certain plants. There's someone suggested this like golden spruce or something like that. And we're like, oh, that sounds cool. And it's apparently this really unique tree. And I don't, just as an example, and we could do like fungi, we can do lion's mane, smart drug supplement ingredients, we could do turmeric. Um, and all of these things will have different levels of rarity. And you'll only find out if you have a really rare one after it's been planted and it starts to grow. So there's sort of this cool like trading card element to this where you have different rarities and, and different ways to uh, get hold of some of these things. So another feature of the seed token is that it represents membership to a group, a private group in our online community at Mighty Networks. And this group is specifically for people who want to be involved at the ground level, who want to participate and uh, give feedback and collaborate on all of the different experiments that we do at the village and uh, get access to kind of the raw experimental data and our learnings as we're doing these experiments. Because we want to open source a lot of the things that we're doing at the village, but that's going to be a bit of a long process. And, you know, that, that knowledge needs to be put together into a palpable format that's more polished for, for the world and kind of more consumable. But before it gets to that stage is, uh, you know, really interesting because it's, it's unpolished, it's raw, it's participatory, there's a lot of back and forth, there's a lot of input and feedback that can be given. So this is great for people who want to be involved at that stage, who want to learn a lot, who want to, you know, implement their own, um, who want to implement this into their own projects, or just, um, yeah, just be involved in a hands-on way without physically being at the village. So those are the main features of the seed token, but we will also be releasing a lot of other types of tokens. So for example, we want to do uh, event tokens. So this token will represent tickets to specific events. And one of the first ones that we want to do is a geocache adventure. I've had this sort of dream of creating a geocache adventure on, on a smart village or some sort of property where people could go on like a treasure hunt to find different objects or courses or digital objects. Um, just sort of like have a tour of the property and, and just to have an experience. And so it just made a ton of sense to kind of build rare NFTs into the experience. And you have to unlock puzzles or you have to solve puzzles or you have to unlock different kind of layers on the property. And you would do this and then unlock different NFTs. So cool idea. Um, I've got a whole video about that that I introduce at futurethinkers.org slash hunt. So moving on. Um, so that will be in the, I'm not sure if we will pre-sell those um, tickets now or uh, in the future, but that's something that's coming as well. This is a separate NFT. What else? Then there's a, another type of NFT that we want to do is accommodations. So this will represent, you know, a day or a week or a month stay uh, in one of our different accommodations, like an RV parking spot or a campground spot or the Airbnb house or any of the future buildings that we build, like domes or cabins. Um, so for this first drop, we will probably just pre-sell very few of them uh, and it'll mostly be a week or a month stay. And then in the future, we'll also have other types. We can do the same thing with events tokens as well, which yeah. is really cool. So any of the events that we want to do, like I brought up the geocache thing, 
We'd love to do a natural building workshop where people can learn about timber framing and hempcrete building. And Adobe uh, and exactly. Cobb and all these. We'll have a maker space on the property. And you know, the funny thing is like, this sounds like a lot of stuff, but we actually have a lot of the gear already between the families and investors that are coming onto this project to work on it with us. We're all just kind of pooling our resources and bringing all of our tools and, and resources together. So there will be a makerspace there. There will be a studio there. Uh, there will be uh, lots of accommodations through the RV parking there. So Which we already exist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we want to host like a permaculture workshop, a makerspace workshop, teach people how to use tools and stuff, work with their hands. And um, we want to pre-sell all of them with event tickets. And the other cool thing are with event tokens. The other cool thing is that your NFT, the original one, the seed token that becomes a plant, can bear fruit. And this would be one of the ways that we would do it. We could randomly drop accommodation and event tokens to the seed token holders. You have to be holding it. You have to currently have it. But we can go back and drop these new tokens so that you get a, you know, a night of uh, free stay on the property or you get a free event token or something like that. Yeah, and it'll be random. Like Not yeah. necessarily every token holder will get them, but there's a, a chance that you'll get it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just set up a smart contract and like a random randomizer function and you'll get dropped all of these things. The same randomizer function will work with like what kind of plant or tree your seed ends up turning into. Uh, future plans that we have for like communal buildings as well, we should probably talk about. So we want to do this big geodesic dome. Um, again, I've done, UV and I have done this like really cool uh, virtual reality walkthrough thing using the game. Um, City Skylines. City Skylines, thank you. Um, of like sort of all the ideas that we've had and why we've chosen to design the village in such a way. Um, and so there are different kind of communal buildings that you can eventually that we will build and then you can come visit. So you can do co-working, you can ha host events, um, you can do sort of like co-living shared resources for, you know, let's say kitchen, living spaces, home theater, gaming room, like all kinds of stuff like that. There'll be a spa and health facilities and a gym. So we will do future drops and like we will do crowdfunds and stuff, but like so much of this is already within reach, which is super cool. Um, and one thing that there's an idea that you guys were brainstorming in your men's group, we're talking about how the uh, accommodations and how housing has become just so out of reach for a lot of young people. It's so expensive. And somebody was like, well, what if I can only afford to stay in a tarp on a stick? And uh, so then it just became a meme like, oh, why don't we do a tarp on a stick token? And we can auction it off and, you know, donate a portion of the raise to uh, homeless shelters because there's such a huge homelessness problem in BC and, you know, all over the world. And uh, use the rest of the funds to fund social good projects at the village. So then we decided, of, of course, we have to do this. This is awesome. It's so silly. And, uh, you know, it's for a good cause. So we'll probably auction off a very, very small number of them. Maybe it's just a handful or maybe even just one. And, uh, yeah, use the funds for these social good projects. And, yeah, if you want to stay on the property on the tarp on a stick, you can definitely do that. Um, I don't know why you would want to do that, but it's uh, <laughs> it'll be an option. We'll just chuck an old pool tarp in the back somewhere and you can sleep under it very uncomfortably <laughs> um so All that's right. it one more thing we should probably talk about is polygon so a lot of people have criticisms about um using cryptocurrencies and nfts there's a huge problem with the environmental cost we're switching platforms we're going to be using mostly a platform called polygon uh, they have a different way of verifying transactions that is called proof of stake and what that basically means is the transaction speeds are going to be way faster the transaction costs are going to be millionths of a penny 
And the environmental cost is going to be basically, lower. yeah, lower to zero. Like it, it's a whole different method of verifying transactions that doesn't require a lot of energy and processing power and all that stuff. And I think a lot of blockchains are going to be moving this direction in the future. So we may release a few on Ethereum and and just to kind of like take advantage of the the network that exists already there. But um, if you guys want to learn more about this and get your uh, Polygon wallet set up, I definitely recommend doing that. And if you have no idea what we're talking about with any of this NFT stuff, you could definitely um, just go to our site, futurethinkers.org slash NFT and purchase a membership, which we'll have links there on June 1st when we launch. Um, and you'll be able to use your credit card to buy an NFT. And, we and then you'll set up your wallet later. So it just gives up gives you a little more time to figure it out. And we, we will link to videos that explain how to set up your wallet. And this will be through MetaMask. So yeah, get, get Polygon set up, get your MetaMask set up. If you don't understand all of that, take your time. You can take your time and um, you can just purchase with your credit card. So yeah, we will uh, cut it off here. We've got <laughs> meetings to go to right now. So um, again, if you want to learn more about the project, futurethinkers.org slash village. And then if you want to buy the NFT on June 1st of this year, futurethinkers.org slash NFT. 